Hello, and welcome to Women Developing Brilliance. I'm your host, Casey Rossi. It's my great pleasure to present interesting stories of creative women sharing their message and lighting up the world with their presence and offerings. Get ready to be inspired. You can learn more about creating a business that you love by visiting kcrossi.com. Enjoy. So my guest today is Trisha Tenick. She is the owner and lead organizer of Life Made Simple right out of Fairport, New York. Welcome, Trish. Good to see you. Hi, yes. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I can't wait to get um, right in on this topic because I know that you not only help people with organizing their personal life, but also their professional life. A lot of our listeners are women solopreneurs, and they're always looking for ways to simplify, organize, and I know one of the big things that you do is kind of help them clear their mind space too, as a consequence, right, from clearing yeah. their, their physical space. So how did you get into this line of work? Yeah, um, so after college, I actually got started um, in the real estate industry, and after two years, I kind of realized it wasn't for me. Um, I went to school for marketing and communications and had always had an interest in real estate. Uh, so after graduating, I kind of took that leap and accepted a job as a real estate assistant. Um, the position really allowed me to gain a lot of knowledge in the world of real estate, but it also showed me what my true strengths were and real estate was unfortunately not one of them. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I love that. That's, I mean, it's powerful information, right? Yeah, yeah. You have to have experience to show you what you like, what you don't like, what you can and what you can't do. So um, I excelled at creating systems and organizing solutions within our busy office so that my boss could go out and grow her business while also knowing that behind the scenes things were running smoothly. Um, so after kind of making the decision not to pursue real estate any further, I knew I wanted to go into business for myself and doing something that I was naturally good at. And um, through just life experience and being myself and through that position, um, something I felt I was naturally good at was simplifying uh, surroundings in order to simplify routines in everyday life. Um, so organizing is something that I've been doing my whole life, but um, I knew that it affected my mood and how my day flows. So I wanted to be able to create a business where I could help others do that, um, whether it be setting them up for success in their home or within their business every day. Um, so in October of 2018, I started my business and since then I've been uh, telling anyone and everyone about what I do and how I can help them. I love it. I love it. So you had professional experience actually um, organizing and simplifying systems, creating symptoms, uh, systems. And so in that, you had some inner confidence, like you had proved to yourself, hey, I can do this. But knowing that and doing it for yourself personally is a little bit in my mind, like um, a far stretch from, you know what, I'm going to do a business out of this. So what did you need to do? Or what did you have to like dig deep inside to say, this is a business. I'm awesome at this. And, um, and I can go, go at this full time. 
Um, I guess it took like a little bit of research to find out that this was something that people can do and make a living off of. Obviously, it takes a lot of hard work in the beginning of any business to do that. Um, but I did get experience with two other local women that taught me a lot. And having that real estate experience also allowed me to uh, learn how to successfully run a business, a service-based business where um, clients kind of are number one and you have to do anything and everything you can to kind of give them your all so that they can tell everyone about um, how you have helped them. But really it kind of just took knowing that I have, I, I had experience in something that I truly like didn't feel good about how I was doing the work. Um, so it really just took me saying, what do I feel like I can wake up and do every single day confidently where I know the outcome is going to be something that other people are happy with. Um, so it kind of just took digging deep and being confident and taking that leap and saying, you know, this is something I am good at and other people have recognized it and will continue to recognize it. That's amazing. And I think a tip for people that maybe don't have that experience to give them that confidence or that, that really secure core that you need to step into the entrepreneurial journey. Um, what do you think that you could share with someone that's like, I think I'm good at X, Y, Z, but I'm not positive. Like for somebody that wasn't as sure as you were, like how could you share um, your, your expertise on that? Um, I would say that kind of like dabbling in something to make sure that it's something you want to do. Um, I had already left my previous position and was kind of um, doing some admin work and temp work in the meantime just to make money. But um, I was getting experience, like I said, through two other local organizers. So I did, knowing that it's just within me to be organized and feeling like I was good at it, um, I still wanted to get some of that professional experience to see what the Rochester market was like and what people wanted because um, things on social media and Pinterest aren't necessarily real and true to what people in this area want. So I'm kind of just dabbling in it and seeing if um, I felt like when I was helping through two other women that do I want to be in control of my own destiny and do I want to run my own show. Um, so kind of getting that like foundation of, do I enjoy doing this every day in other people's homes? Yes. Um, okay. So do I want to run my own show and kind of be in control of how I'm marketing myself and what I'm offering? And that was also a yes. So kind of just taking those like small steps to see if something's right for you. Um, and it obviously takes time and money to start a business. So being patient in the process is another good piece of advice because you're not just going to start out um, at a million, you know, at a million miles an hour with clients and things like that. So being patient with the process and knowing that if it takes you a little bit of time to work at your other full-time job to set yourself up to um, give it your all in your new business, then that's what it takes and you have to do it. Oh, that is such amazing advice. I love it. It really sounds like you just like hit the ground running with these building blocks that are going to serve you for so many years to come. What I'm hearing is mindset was your foundation, you know, really getting clear and knowing your big why, you know, like, how do I want to feel when I wake up? I think that's so, so important. The yep. second nugget that you shared is the local market research. Because when your business is um, in a very specific area, like you said, 
Pinterest and Instagram may not be the exact things that your target demographic market is looking for. So I want to dig into that a little bit further. But the other thing that I really like that you said is it's really this stair-stepped process. It's patience and get out there and do it. Right. Stay stuck in your mind and you're just researching on the computer or you're journaling your butt off, which is all well and good, but you also have to back it up with like the doing, the dabbling, the the seeing how you feel at the end of the day and if you like interacting with people. So I really love the layering process that you've done and it it obviously looks like it's served you well. I would love to hear a little bit about how the Rochester market, like what was your big aha moment that you were like, you know, I thought that they were going to really love this, but actually the more I get into it, they're really looking for this problem to be solved. Right. Yeah. So when I first started my business, I mean, like I said, I went to school for marketing. So I kind of knew I had to do that initial basic research and thought on who is my target market? Where do they frequent? How do they want to be marketed to? Um, And at first, I honestly thought my market would be um, stay at home moms that maybe just don't have the time in the day to handle taking on the time and the work and the stress that comes with um, taking on an organizing project. Um, So I was at first trying to go that route and I thought maybe it would be stay at home moms that maybe had a little bit more money to spend on, you know, perfecting the space and having matching bins and making it Pinterest worthy. And the more I marketed myself, it didn't have to do anything with my pricing. It had to do with how I was putting it out there that I would change your space. And I, I, came to realize that perfection has nothing to do with getting organized, especially in Rochester. Um, The market isn't, and I know that just from being here and being on a budget myself, is that the market doesn't have $1,000 to spend on fancy bins and chalkboard labels, which is great. If you want that, we can do it. Um, But it's almost a little bit better when we work with what we've got and we transform the space with, you know, zero additional dollars spent on product. And, 99% of the projects that I do, that's our goal, and we do just that. Um, So kind of just getting to know what people want to spend their money on and targeting, um, you know, the types of projects that I want to do. I want to, you know, take three hours and completely transform a space and get things up off the floor and get things. That's exciting. Right, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, and a lot of the people that want to do that aren't necessarily stay-at-home moms from what I've realized. It's a lot of, um, I know I target to men and women, of course, but it's a lot of mothers who seem to be just so busy in a way that they've got their kids and they're managing their household, but it's a lot of mothers that are working full-time and also have some sort of side business, it seems like, where um, there's just too many balls in the air, kind of, and the home projects like that don't get Um, a time in the day to be completed. And that's kind of why I do what I do. I want to give people the hour back in their day that they've spent trying to start a project and they get nowhere with it. Um, so really so valuable. Yeah, so going valuable. I love that. You know, because time is not a renewable resource. So for right. you to be able to free that up for them, 
yeah. is incredibly valuable. And I think it's really cool. I would love to just touch on, I know that you recently um, switched up your name and it sounds like it has a lot to do with what you learned from the real life feet on the ground. Can you mm -hmm. talk to us a little bit about the rebrand? Yeah. So I started out as Perfect 10 Professional Organizing. Um, that kind of being a play on my last name, the 10 is in there and Perfect 10 meaning like those are your results. It's going to be amazing. Um, you're going to want to display it like it's in a magazine. And um, I kind of got that inspiration just from looking at other organizers on Instagram and Pinterest and things like that and what they were doing and what I came to realize, which I should have realized in the beginning, but obviously things take trial and error. And I, I like that name and I kind of stuck to it and ran with it. But I realized that perfect isn't, like I mentioned, what Rochester can afford uh, necessarily and also just that's not what people want. People want to be able to function in their space and if that's using old shoe boxes then so be it because it looks the same and everyone wants a little something different. So um, really what people just want is to calm their routine and spend time doing what they want rather than tackling these sort of projects and they're just looking to simplify um, so that it affects their everyday life. So that's how I came up with Life Made Simple because um, working with me would be a simple process and I can work with your budget and your timeline um, and just kind of overall simplify your space so that every day isn't a hassle and you're not uh, running against the clock at all times because a certain physical environment has forced you to do so. Absolutely. And have you seen a noticeable difference since you have tweaked the name? Yeah, I've gotten like a, a lot of good feedback um, from anyone from friends and family to people that I meet and they, um, what, whether it be in like a networking scenario or someone that's a potential client, if they say, I did see on, you know, your social media, you had an old business name, what happened with that? And when I kind of tell them that I didn't want to look at it a as a failure, I wanted to look at, and it wasn't, I was still, you know, getting out there and meeting people and telling people about what I did. But as I changed my business name, I felt so much more comfortable speaking about what I'm doing and how I'm doing it rather than saying perfect 10. Um, it's such a good lesson. I love it. And I commend you for switching it up when you knew that something else would resonate more with you and what you do. I think that that's a really valuable lesson for our listeners. If they are, you know, really stuck, sometimes we can get stuck and stubborn on something because we really liked it, yeah. but if it's not matching what we do, or if we can like um, really describe our services in a better way, it's so much smarter to pivot and I'm sure you're going to be connecting with your perfect right clients now because um, perfection, you yep. know, when it's in your title, it feels a little elusive, you know. Yep. And I think that, um, that that's really cool. I love the fact that, that you did that. And I can't wait to see it blossom moving forward. You talked a lot about Instagram and getting inspiration from Instagram. I'm wondering, is that your favorite social media channel to connect with potential clients? It is because of the ability to share a lot at once and kind of not have it get lost in the shuffle. I know um, that it is hard to run a business on Instagram, especially when a lot of what you're selling is visual. So a lot of what I'm showing is before and after pictures. Um, and Instagram has been the best platform for me to do so in a couple different ways, um, just to, you know, sprinkle a little of here and there about what I do and how I'm helping people with that visual kind of proving what I'm talking about. 
Yeah, it's so, so powerful. I definitely enjoy your, your Insta stories. I love how you incorporate some of your personal behind the scenes, you know, whether you're kicking your feet up overlooking a beautiful view at the end of the day or, you know, mid um, networking afternoon, like popping in and visiting your boyfriend on the job. Like, it's really cool. It like peels back the layer of just these two dimensional um, pictures that we can get into people's business world. So was that a difficult transition for you? Or were you just like, this is how we do it? Like, I'm just going to share. Um, well, it was, it was like a little bit awkward at first to do. Um, but now I, I think it's a way for my personality to come out too. Um, I think sometimes that you look at someone a certain way through maybe their, you know, profile picture or um, their business headshot, things like that, or their, even their business name. Um, all of that stuff affects your brand and your brand is you. So um, kind of just being transparent and trying to be kind of funny and sharing random things and telling stories on my Instagram is a big part of, um, you know, selling myself and my business because at the end of the day, I'm in people's homes. So they want to kind of get to know me and who I am and see a little bit about how I speak and how I operate, whether it be, you know, like you said, at networking events and things like that, and just having a good time promoting my business, or if it's in someone's home and kind of being a little bit more serious and sharing uh, the emotional aspects that come with getting organized and things like that. So it was a little I love it. it. No, I love it. I love it. And, and you took the, the words right out of my, my mind. I was thinking, you know, as you were talking, it's even much more important for you because you are in people's homes and there is that level of intimacy right. and um, their personal things and confidentiality. And, and so I think you really get a sense of that no like and trust factor when you're documenting these true behind the scenes things in your right. life. And it, it, you do a really good job at it. It really connects. And I would love it if you could share for people that maybe don't use um, Insta stories for their business, um, what kind of like suggestions would you have if they're kind of afraid or I think the number one question is like, why would people care about like what I ate for breakfast or like, you know, I would just love it if you could share because people are like, yeah, I've heard that's great, but I don't know it's for me. So right. I would love for you to share some tips on that. Yeah. So I try to be as consistent as possible when it comes to sharing on Instagram stories and things like that, just because I know the way Instagram works is like the more you're engaged, the more people will are likely to see um, myself and what I do, obviously. So um, it's all kind of about, especially with the Instagram stories is telling a story. And the way I do that is by sharing the before and after pictures um, a lot of times for my business, because that, those are what do myself justice really um, and that's not really awkward for me to share of course because it's just a picture of a space but um, kind of showing the behind the scenes of like maybe a process that I took or speaking about um, here's where we started here's where we are here's where we're hoping to go with this project is kind of just giving myself some authority and showing people about how things go behind the scenes but also um, when it comes to more personal life things kind of just you know, like I said, telling a little bit of a story about how I'm going throughout my day also speaks to how I'm an organized person. And here's because I've, I've shared checklists and to do lists and things like that in the past. And it's kind of just going to show that I am running my life in an organized way. And I am able to spend some time you know, my time blocking and things like that and just being productive and organized, I'm able to spend my time as a business owner to the best of my ability. So kind of showing just 
maybe the perks and the positives of being a more organized person. Um, so effective, so effective. The show, not tell like that, that is, I think the biggest key for people just kind of starting. And I also love that you said, um, even though it's so obvious because it's in the name, you know, Instagram story. But, um, and actually I'm kind of like at fault of that as well. I don't really make these congruent stories. So I think that that's such a really valuable point to just highlight is that it is a story and, Mm -hmm. and we learn through storytelling and that's like where we can have this inbound marketing effect because people are attracted to that. So that's really cool. Now, do you, because you're so organized and I imagine you're probably a spreadsheet queen and a checklist queen and all those good things um, that, that keep you super organized. Do you plan out like your editorial calendar and your social media schedule or is it more of an organic or is it a mixture? Um, so it's a definitely a mixture. At first I started out planning everything like a week's worth of Instagram and Facebook posts, things like that. Um, and things have changed as more um, channels are available to me. and I've learned what's worth my time and what's not. But um, now it's more organic. Um, I realized that I was felt like I was spending a lot of time trying to perfect what I was putting out there. And now it's like when I do a project, I come home, I save all my pictures, and I think about what's what's the story behind this project. And I'll just share it that day or the next morning or something like that. Um, so as far as social media posting goes, it's very organic and not necessarily planned. Um, but I do have, you know, the kind of categories that I want to talk about come out within my posts, whether it be, you know, here's this person's story and here's what we were doing with this space or, you know, where do you think all this clutter went and here's what we did. Um, It's kind of just telling a little bit different categorized stories as I go. Um, I like that whether it be giving tips throughout the process or whatnot. But um, I do have, you know, newsletters, blog posts, and I do like tip Tuesdays on Instagram too. And those are generic um, enough where I can plan like a quarter's worth of topics and then kind of work as them as the weeks come. Um, Just so that I've got some sort of bank to follow and hold myself accountable to this topic and prepare for it. But um, so it's definitely a mixture of what's planned and what's not. I love it. It sounds like such an integrated approach. I love the fact that you have like pillars of um, concepts like in your bank. So your message stays very consistent and congruent. So such good information. And I would love like, who is your, um, your like inspiration? Like who inspires you today? Um, wow. Okay. It's a couple different, I would say. Um, there's an account from, um, Let's see. There's an account called Real Simple, which is a magazine, um, which I kind of, it it falls in line with my brand, obviously. Um, And they go from a lot, it's a lot of different life topics. Like they talk about simplifying, um, whether it be your routines or a certain space, or they talk about cooking and family life and um, kind of just self-care and things like that and planning for that sort of thing. So I try to incorporate. I'm smiling because I'm a, 
Uh, no, sorry to interrupt. I'm smiling because I'm a subscriber to that magazine. So oh. I actually have that on my end table. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that's what, like, and my Nana, actually, she's where I got all of my organization from. Um, she saves every single article, magazine, anything she sees with organization. And a lot comes from Real Simple um, and the Better Homes and Gardens and things like that. So kind of um, looking at those for not only project inspiration, but, like, topics for speaking events or posts or something like that just so I can kind of speak on something that has to do with organization but also comes into like everyday life um so I would say like kind of magazines and just those brands so that smart. Are to help your everyday life inspire me Oh, it's so, so smart because it keeps you on the cutting edge of your industry and it helps you stay right in that relevancy. So you're like, you could write a book, my friend. Uh, thank you. Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think people would really enjoy it. I really do because you have these time-tested experiences and also a motivation and an openness to learn more. And that's a really great balance. You know, that curiosity plus action. I think is one of our most powerful things as solopreneurs. I'm wondering, uh, since you started in October, is um, it too soon to ask you what your kind of overall vision for the company is? Um, I would say I kind of, I have like big dreams and big goals, but I also try to focus on the present because I don't want to overwhelm or get ahead of myself. Um, even when I first started, when people asked me what some of my goals were, I was like, well, I have marketing goals that I can hold myself accountable to, but I don't have goals as far as, you know, income and things like that, because you never know. And that wasn't my goal. I mean, obviously I want to um, make a living doing this. I love it, but that it was more of my goal to build things and be consistent and figure out what kind of um, my specialty was and what I was good at and what I wanted to put out there. So um, my goals are kind of ever changing, but um, I could just see myself being, um, I guess, more less worried about the future really so I, I I like to think about the future but I also worry a lot about it um mm -hmm. so I would say that one huge thing that I would love to do is I actually have been thinking a lot about like creating some sort of stationary line or something like that that would help people remain organized because a lot of what I get in terms of questions are you know how do you how do you meal plan and how do you grocery shop in an effective way where it doesn't take three hours to make a list and a meal plan for the week, um, packing lists, things like that. So um, Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. That would totally diversify your offerings. I think that that would dovetail beautifully. Oh, I'm so excited. I like, I like where you're thinking. That's really cool. Yeah. I see where that would be such a benefit. And you're right, because that person that you're helping, the next thing is like, ooh, this was so exciting. I saw results. What else can I do? And right. I love the fact that your things are so um, like realistic. You're not looking at like a 50-hour project that's going to be like restored by the Fords. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, where yeah. it's going to be like this huge $85,000 project. It's like, okay, what can we do in three hours? And right. it's amazing how you can transform space in three hours or less and how that affects your life. What's been like an inspiring story from someone that you've worked with that um, after you've worked on their space and they've had a before and after? Um, well, I'm actually working with a woman right now who um, has a very beautiful house and they uh, moved into it a few years ago and she has multiple children. So life kind of just allowed her to, you know, 
not give everything a home and it kind of messed up her routines and things like that and how her and her husband and her children were moving throughout their everyday life. Um, and it kind of affected also how uh, she felt about being able to invite others into her home. Um, and so it kind of even took a little bit of hesitation from her to um, have me come in and, you know, I always stress like no judgment, like this is my job, like I want to see it at its worst so I can um, start there and get it to its best in a way that works for you. So um, kind of just being able to, this was an, an entire home project and we're kind of being flexible and taking it slow so that um, we can feel like we've accomplished something every session we have together, but also working at her pace because she is working alongside me. Um, and I've definitely learned that everybody's different and everyone wants a different end goal. Um, so kind of just working at her pace and being able to accomplish the little things here and there that she wants to accomplish and kind of putting aside maybe what we had planned on and saying this can be something for another time or this isn't necessarily a priority at this minute. Um, being, you know, just being able to work with her and she's so kind and generous by complimenting me on what I do. Um, like when I sent a proposal to her when we first started, she told me how just having met me once um, and seeing my plan in action on a piece of paper was something that allowed her to feel, you know, a complete let go of the overwhelm that she was feeling just having seen the plan. Um, so we're, we're, we've been working together for a few weeks and we will continue to work together for a few more weeks at this point. But cool. Yeah, kind of just having someone feeling that emotional guilt that comes with um, sometimes being disorganized is in no way, you know, correlation to how good of a person or a mother or a spouse you are, um, employee, business owner, anything like that. But just being able to um, be by her side and kind of help her at her pace in a way that best benefits her is something that, you know, makes me so excited for other people like that in the future and being able to help them in the way that um, best serves them. That's incredible. I love the fact that you created a safe space right off the bat and like immediately were like, no judgment, this is my job. Because just even that one sentence can calm anxiety in such great ways. And I think too, having that insight that our outside world is truly a reflection of our inside world. And so it's going to take some compassion, some empathy, knowing yeah. that that person may be at a different, you know, stage or process or really going through something. Right. I love that you're open. You're open to that and, and very insightful to know that. Be like, no problem. We can put that on the back burner and we'll just do this. Yeah. Like that has to feel so great because it's way beyond physical. You know, right. it's, it's really, it's much deeper than that. Yeah, and it's beyond what I want to do half the time. Of course, my mind's like going like, let's go, let's go, let's go. But um, I've learned every single person that I work with, like I said, is different and wants something different is, and is okay with different results. So if they say that's how I want it and that's what I'm liking, then I'm like, okay, um, what are you thinking next? Like, what's your next goal? And we move on. So um, I've learned to let go of that's amazing. I want. <laughs> <laughs> that's really, really amazing. Like, I totally want to lift you up for that. Because I think as like, um, a high performing professional that has like a, a very clear goal of what we want the end goal to be like, I, I come up against that as well as a business coach. It's yeah. like, I really want this for you. And because, you know, 
we're kind of similar in the way that we really want the very best for our clients. So like we want to make sure that we're, you know, delivering value or over delivering value. And it's really an interesting little balance there to step back and be like, they're cool. Like if I did it my way, they wouldn't be as cool. That's, that's a massive maturity there because, um, and I think it's like a practice. I really, really do. How do you think you got there? Um, I think just kind of learning to, Um, that this is my business, so I have to allow people to um, work at their own pace and have their own end results that are ideal to them in their own mind. Um, I've obviously lived my life and, you know, the people around me, whether it be my boyfriend or my family, people that I've lived with, basically my influence could have seemed, you know, overwhelming or too much in the past when it comes to being organized. So, knowing that my influence and my empathy has kind of like has come out in this process because it's not my sister or my boyfriend where where I can be like, well, why aren't you doing it this way? Or like, this is what I'm seeing happening. Um, Kind of allowing myself to be influenced by other people that I'm working for while also following a plan and, you know, being the one that is giving them that support and um, guidance has allowed me to kind of just feel better about myself too, because being an organized person is kind of a burden sometimes when those that are around you aren't that way and they do see it as like you're too much or you plan too much and things like that. So hearing that, you know, my plans are helping people just feel immediate relief just from seeing me and talking to me about it makes me feel good about the way I've always been where, you know, sometimes you get critiqued for being that way. So knowing that I'm coming off in an empathetic yet um, planning strong way to my clients and they're telling me like, I love the way you're approaching this makes me feel good about um, the way my business has changed me and my personality and allowing to do that. Yeah, that's amazing. That's really amazing. And, um, you know, it really is this win-win where you get to feel in such alignment, but the focus stays completely on the client and you're truly their support. It's like, I'm here for you. Like, however, this is going to work for you. That's awesome. So how can people get a hold of you? So I have a website, um, which is www.lifemadesimpleorganizing.com. And I do have my phone number, email, anything like that on there, um, as well as a contact form that goes directly to my email with a couple of questions. But um, I do have um, Instagram and Facebook, obviously, as I mentioned, and my it's just my handle would be Life Made Simple Organizing um, for the two of them. So um, that's, like I said, where you can get a lot of visuals and see my process and how working with me is ends up, basically. So those are definitely good platforms to check out. Awesome. And I'll put those links in the show notes as well. And um, such a pleasure to connect with you. I'm, I'm really happy. It was fun. I, I learned a lot. It was really fun connecting with you. Yes. You shared so many great tips, but I would love it if you wanted to leave some parting words of wisdom or some bright light for our audience today. Yeah. Um, so I guess my words of wisdom would just be, as I mentioned, how perfection doesn't need to be the end goal. It's all about the process and getting to a place that you want to be. Um, and it's never a bad thing to reach out when you're too confused, too tired, too stressed, or too busy to start and complete 
an organizing task or anything in life on your own. Um, so like with anything, being able to recognize that the first step in finding a solution is to find someone that might help you do so. Um, and kind of just remembering, as I mentioned, that your level of organization or disorganization disorganization in no way uh, reflects the type of person you are, business owner you are, mom you are. So um, just knowing that progress is key and that if you're making that commitment to change the way you live every day through organization, then um, that's enough and you'll get there. Mm, that's awesome. That's delicious. Progress over perfection all the way around. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for taking the time to share with our listeners today on Women Developing Brilliance. Yes, thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on Women Developing Brilliance. If so, head over to Apple iTunes and subscribe to this podcast. And I'd be grateful if you could leave a review or rating so more people can benefit from these inspirational stories about the solopreneur journey. Thank you.